Hey, yo, what's up, man? Uh, not much. I've been watching a lot of My Hero Academia and Chainsaw <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. All right, I can see you now. There you are. <sighs> so where, where should we start? All right, first order of business before we before we go to this review. How was your birthday? I you didn't feel do anything, the, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel the passage of time slowly and slowly creeping away as my bones begin to ache a little more every single year. <clears throat> so, is that is, 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 is that a way of saying that since you're older, you don't get presents anymore? Because that happened to me. <laughs> no, no, I got plenty of cash. I bought tickets for the Royal Rumble. Oh, you you are going? Oh, yeah. yeah right. already, did you get the, did, yeah. Did you get the tickets where, where people are gonna spit and get blood in? Uh no, 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 no. Those are way too expensive. We got nosebleed seats for a hundred bucks each. Those are the right. nosebleed seats. All right, neat. You right. are you gonna take a are you gonna take a rollback poster and just carry it? Yes, other try. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt we're gonna end up anywhere in the Titan Tron, but fuck it. Subscribe to the rollback, the worst podcast <laughs> you've never heard of. If it happens, it happens. Then it's good. <laughs> I feel like this is this is an audio podcast, but I feel like since my webcam is like right in front of a of a window, yeah. I always look like a like a fucking ghost. Things. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording. Yeah, I, I just look. I, I need to get in the sun. Um, before we jump into Chainsaw Man and the actual review, I'm gonna see you next weekend. Hey, you're coming next weekend? It's official. it's official. I'm gonna be there Friday and Saturday. Uh, what are we doing? What do you want to do? Uh, Friday, we're gonna have like a little, little, uh, little Christmas party, and then you're coming. So hell yeah, I'll let you. I'll, 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 I'll let you know about the time. Uh, probably Jimmy's place, but like, <laughs> I'll let you know. I will bring alcohol and games. Sounds great. Um, yeah, I'll I'll let you know more about that. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh. No, I think think we're good. Uh, where are you on on my hero? We'll, we'll talk about Chainsaw Man and Battle Night in a second. But where where are you at in my hero? Did you pass the the stain arc? Um, stain was captured. The last thing I remember, stain was captured, and they're just finishing up their internships. And um, what's it called Ida? Ida? Sorry, Ida. Ida. Yeah. They told him that his like left hand or right hand may never be the same. That he needs nerve. He needs a nerve transplant. And he's like, nah, I'm gonna keep this until I get stained. Yeah, that's cold. Like, dude, no. So legit, up until that point of my hero academia, I didn't feel too invested. I was never like, yeah, like I, I get that feeling with Dragon Ball Z uh, and Dragon Ball Super sometimes, where I'm like, yeah, you know, like the fight scene and stuff, like you're cheering, like you're watching an actual battle. Yeah. And thus far, I have yet to have that moment in my Hero Academia. Even with the fights that happened at the at the Hero Festival, sports still, festival, yeah, yeah the sports festival, still I never really got that. I was like, "Damn, Deku, like, like you go," but I was still yeah. never like all in. And then when uh, when Ida and uh, Deku both like double like punch and kicked Stain at the same time. I found myself cheering for them in my office. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. Like I'm in this. I'm in. I'm invested. Nice. That's so also, yeah, now I, I, I'm clipped in. I believe Toro Rocky joins them in that fight too, because uh Deku just like senses 
location, right? And then he shows up? Uh, yeah, he's his location. Todoroki shows up. Um, yeah. I think some other, like, backups were supposed to show up, too, and stuff. Ah, but that's later, yeah. But Stain, um, though, is actually a pretty, like, good villain, I think. Like, he has very rigid morals, but his morals are, like, ingrained. Like, you're a kid. I'm not going to kill you. Oh, you want to push it and you want to act like a hero. Okay, then here are the consequences of your actions. Yeah. Stained is uh, a character that I think adds a lot of 3D to the to the world. Like, it makes it less about heroes versus villains. It makes it more of, like, that there's so many vigilantes and people that are stand right in the middle. So... I think he elevates the world a lot. And I also like that uh, in any other story, Todoroki would be like the rival character. He would be like the villain. But I like that he genuinely like likes Deku. Like they're genuinely friends. Like to the point where like he just received the location. And he was like, I guess I'll just show up. Like like he gave me no context. But it's like, okay, I'll just go. Like just a friend. Like he um, just shows up. Yeah. He's great. Uh, I love the, the, the little friendship dynamic to those two. Yeah. I am curious, though, um, as the series goes forward, doesn't Bakugo more or less become his Vegeta? Uh, barely on season six. He's starting to, like, show shades of that. And even because I'm, like, a little bit ahead on the manga. But, I don't know. Bakugo goes... Uh, he becomes empathic. You start to empathize with him a little too little too late if that makes sense what do like, you mean? i don't think i don't think he's i think he's the worst written character in the whole show i don't like him and i don't like how or just um how like central to the story he, he he's put i think literally every other character is more interesting like ida mm-hmm. this is the last big thing ida's gonna do for like the rest of the show really like, yeah it, this feels like like the ground support for him to do more big things in the future yeah well, We're still actually, waiting for that. <laughs> well, I did notice that they did expand the cast quite a bit from season one to season two, that now they're investing us in like more characters. Yeah, we like, add like more pro heroes, like who, who they're doing their internships with. All those characters will become staples, like they're all gonna be there. Um, mm-hmm. but every like half of a season, we're gonna focus on like a little bit more on like some characters, like for example, when they're doing a tournament, we're gonna focus on like the characters that are in the tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, there's an arc I believe in season four, season three, or season four, uh, where they they have a school festival and they have to put up like a like a little performance, and the whole arc just becomes about that performance. So it's so the action kind of takes a backside, and even the intro changes to focus on the characters that are going to be the focus. So that's what it does because it handles a large cast, um. And because of that, I think it's a little difficult to like give priority to everyone. So sometimes, Ida, so right now, Ida is the focus. Then someone else will be the focus. Uh, it's gonna vary depending on like the part of the season where, where you're at. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. I guess I have to watch more of it then. Yeah, um, <laughs> I love the uh, just 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 one last thing on the on that thing. They're they're all doing like their little work studies with uh, with a pro hero. I love that uh, Uraraka is doing it with. Uh, guy called gunhead or machine gunhead or something like yeah. that. yeah and he turned out to be really that. nice actually he's so nice i love that he's so nice like he's this big muscly guy with like a gun for a head and he's just like showing herself the pens and he's so he's like like his mannerisms are really exciting i i love it i love i love that part there's even a, i don't know if you passed it already but there's a scene where like uh her and deck were speaking on the phone 
and uh Gunhead oh deku's comes like up. oh my god just talk to a girl yeah and then Gunhead is like oh my god were you talking to a boy <laughs> like it's so <laughs> i don't know i love that the show always takes a moment to remind us that hey these are kids like they're they're going through kid stuff as well they're teenagers and i mean yeah. <clears throat> what they're 15 year olds 14 year olds that were just in the middle of a huge battle that could have killed them yeah pretty much Oh, I found it. Okay, I found this meme the other day, and this is this yeah. is relevant. It says, bad guys don't deserve a nose. And it has four pictures. I think you should have five. It has Voldemort, the Red Skull, um, the guy from Stranger Things. I can't remember his name. The Vecna guy? Vecna. Uh, Davy Jones, and I think it should have Stain on it. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Okay, I found it. I was like, damn, where the hell's that picture? I know I saved it somewhere. It's fucking good. Okay. Uh, Chainsaw Man. This felt like a bit like a filler episode, actually, to me. Really? Because, like, okay, granted, we got to find out about uh, Masaki? No, Miyasaka's? Makima. Makima, thank you. I'm getting a little bit better. This is episode eight. You haven't pronounced her name right once. Makima. <laughs> all right. So this is, ev- I know Denji. All right. Fuck you. Yeah, I know yeah. that one. Um, but yeah, this one felt like a bit like a filler to me. Like, I didn't feel like there was a lot of like forward progress in the story. I got no answers. I'm like, okay, how is everyone else going to come back to life? Like Makima, that's one. What yeah. about Denji? What about uh, the other dude with the sword? What about power? Like, what's the fallout? Like, I'm, I'm feel like I'm waiting for like the other shoe to drop to get to the point where it's like these characters are either back at a hundred percent or at the very least we have confirmation that they're all alive. So I, I really feel like this was a filler because I'm like, you're gonna stretch it out, aren't you? You're gonna stretch it out. <laughs> um, the they're stretching episode. it. They're stretching it out in the way that they're they want you to feel the weight of everything. So that's why the characters move a little slower. That's why the story is a little quiet. Um, this episode was to show off Makima, I think. We, we got a little bit of answers for her. One of the most, not terrifying, but like genuinely creepy and eerie scenes in the manga and in the anime is when they shoot Makima in the head and then they just turn around and there she is standing up, just staring at them with all the blood in her in her clothes. Like, when I first read that, I was, I was going crazy. Um... And in the show, they managed to capture it pretty well. I thought it was going to be like a horror movie slow pan. Like they just turned to her and she's standing there. But it, it's just a quick cut. Uh, she's there. We got to see her power, which I think is also fucking creepy. Like when she like brought people to their knees and it's like, say their name. And then she just like crushed them with her hands. That I think is great. So um, what they say that her deals with which devils are are classified? Yeah, we're not allowed to know her contracts. See, I'm wondering though, does she have a contract or is she actually a devil herself? I'm not gonna say. I'm betting that she's a devil herself. I don't I'm not gonna say. Cause like at that level of power, like come on. She can oh, kill people powerful. from a far distance. She's powerful, yes. I mean, if anything, like she could she's in theory there like nuclear option like hey either you comply or we're going to start to kill your most valuable assets from the top down and we have the inmates to do it so what do you want what you just said Mm -hmm. keep that in mind 
I'm right because it's not no you it's not you it's not like you're right you're just on the right path so just remember that what you just said all right uh, fine. how many episodes right. is this season is it 12 versus 10 it's gonna be 12 and then uh they're not gonna cover the whole first part on the first season so I'm thinking they're gonna do like a second part or a second season pretty soon I'm sure uh, yeah also we got to see little Kobeni have a little shining moment at the end uh oh yeah with the knife yeah I was like, what the, the fuck is this? With the knife and the gun. Like, finally, like, like I want everyone that made fun of her and complained about her yelling and screaming to watch that scene and see how see how they still feel about her. So I mean, yeah. I still think she was annoying. I should have held her shit together better. <laughs> I'll say it. She's a child. I don't give a damn. She is in a ma- she is in an adult profession. <laughs> um, so yeah, so she's she's good. Jimeno is out. Jimeno's fucking dead um power is good aki's good um we see at the end that they're gonna merge all the all the uh, devil hunter divisions into one and makima will be in charge of them oh so that was the plan that was the plan yeah so she wants Perhaps. to be in charge of all the devil hunters i mean there's a few devil hunters left there's violence there's a uh, beam who's the who's a shark devil and of course there's angel the the angel devil who's going to become uh, Aki's new partner. So that th- those will be like the new characters that we're going to meet, most likely next episode. What's it called? Um, when do we meet the angel? When do we meet the one with the halo? Um, guess that's the angel devil. Uh, the angel devil will probably show up in the next episode. Like definitely show up in the next episode because they're going to merge them together. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can wait for that. I guess. Yeah. Um, the angel devil is eerie. Man, like the angel is fucking eerie and creepy. Is that uh, the one that people ship with, with uh, Denji for some reason? Like, I see a lot of like mm-hmm. they, they pair Denji with power. Shipping mm-hmm. Denji and power is weird, man. I I, I don't know. I, I don't see it. They're just I think they're just buddies. Um, I see I see the angel devil being shipped with Aki more than anyone else. So. Oh, we're gonna find out then. Let's see what happens. Hell yeah! All right. So, what else? What else we gotta? Oh, I have a weird question because you traveled way more than I have. I mean, it's a <laughs> trust me. You've traveled way more than I have, so I have a, I have I a guess. weird question. All right. Go um, ahead. Have so? Do you, have, would you say you've traveled up north quite a bit, or somewhat? Up north, uh, like towards up... Austin, San Antonio. I've been to Austin uh, uh, more than enough times, yeah. Okay. What's the furthest north that you've ever gone where they still had barbacoa? Oh, my God. Probably Austin. <laughs> Austin, really? Austin has barbacoa. Austin has everything, man. Really? Austin. Okay. Austin is uh, Austin is one of the great American cities. Like, it's 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 got so much. Huh. Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. I, I was really curious. Me and Nikki had breakfast, and I was like, I wonder how far north you could go and still have this. Because Nikki's brother, uh, he's in DC, and I mean, there's like one store that has half Cheetos. Yeah, they don't yeah. even sell those here, huh? They don't even sell those here. Hot Cheetos. You have no idea the market that exists of people that just go to go to like McAllen and then come back here and then they just sell hot Cheetos. Like it is insane. So what you're saying is, if I were to send you a box of hot Cheetos and you sell them, we split the profit, and then I send you another box. I mean, my sister will probably eat them all before before I got to sell them. But <laughs> so we lace some of them with poison, and we don't tell her. 
<laughs> and whatever happens, oh happens. Oh my god! Oh my god! This movie left you left you with some ideas, didn't, didn't it? <laughs> Speaking of, let's talk about Violent Night. Thank you for welcoming us onto your screens or onto your headphones, depending on how you're watching this. I'm St. Nicholas. And I'm Chris Kringle, reviewing Violent Night. This is, is the, the Robot. Ho, ho, holy shit. When a team of mercenaries breaks into a wealthy family compound on Christmas Eve, taking everyone inside hostage, the team is prepared for a surprise combatant. Santa Claus is on the grounds and he's on about to show why this Nick is no saint. So we have a new movie directed by Tommy Wirkola that dropped out of fucking nowhere. I didn't see any promotion, any kind of trailers. The movie, the movie, I, I just saw the movie poster like show up on my on my uh on my movie theater app. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then you told me, hey, we should watch this. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm watching this. So I went to see it last night. Uh, it stars David Harbour from, from Stranger Things, John Leguizamo, and, and, and a couple more actors who play the family. And it's about a violent Santa Claus. And I had no expectations. I thought this was gonna go, just going to be like a normal violent movie. I didn't think this was going to be a hard R. Like... Do you know how long it's been since I've seen a hard R movie in theaters? I think Deadpool 2, maybe? Or I don't know. I don't, I don't maybe know. I Logan. don't remember. Maybe like, Logan. I don't remember. I remember I, I remember I was buying the tickets online and I got like a little pop up that, that said, like, remember, there's a plus 18 movie. Make sure to bring your ID. And I was like, what the? I never get this. This is weird. And then we went to see the movie, and there was someone being carted at the entrance and being told, oh, I'm sorry, you can't go in. We can change your tickets to another movie, but you can't go in. And I was like, oh, my God, they're actually enforcing this? Like, yeah, like, really? Damn. And then I walk in, I was like, well, how violent is this movie? Very, very violent. So... Like, clear, just... it, it doesn't mean it's a bad movie, but it is a very violent film. Yeah, like I didn't, I did not expect it. it was so violent and so being spirited and so fucking funny, man. Like I had a blast watching this. I did not expect to like it so much. It it's one of those weird movies that comes out of nowhere. Like it, yeah. it legitimately comes out of nowhere. It it's oh my god, it's like Fat Man, but like on steroids. I, oh, the, the, the this Mel Gibson movie, one from last year? Huh? The, 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 the Mel Gibson one from last year. Yeah, it felt like yeah. Batman, but like on steroids. Like, they try to do a realistic take. Santa has some gripes with the current generation, which is like, okay, fine. But he doesn't make it his whole character shtick of like, yeah. all they want are video games and cash. Yeah. And like, even at one point, that's the joke. Like, he keeps pulling stuff out of, out of the sack. And he's like, video game, DVD. Video game, god damn it! Another video game. Fuck! Does someone get a bat or something? Yeah. Um, but no, this movie is a hard R, and Santa is tired of people's shit. Um, yeah, he's even um, he's even considering retiring at one point. Yeah, he's there's so much happening with the Santa because they give him a lore and they give him like a backstory, but then at the same time. It's half done because half of it is like a backstory, and then the other half is like uh, Christmas magic. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't care. Uh, like he's clearly, 
doesn't care and like he wants to he i feel like there's a part of him that wants to care again and yeah. uh and that's that's uh worked into the movie but see part of it is though is like he yeah he's tired he's exhausted he he's tired of the shit but from the fucking get-go they make it very clear this is not your everyday santa this is not bad santa with attitude no this means far out santa ever yeah definitely um Man, even the opening scene where he's flying and she's like, "Oh my god, he's real!" And then, he's greatest intro ever. Like he's like, like, no, goes and like throws up on the woman, and like she's not even face. She's kind of like, like she can't. You can't even read her expression. It's uh, she's like, no, she's like in shock. Like, (laughs) that really just happened. Yeah, it's like a bird got this. It's like a bird shitting on you, but like a hundred times worse. Yeah, like a million times worse. Uh, we need to talk about this Santa. We need to talk about David Harbour as Santa. He plays a wonderful Santa. Like, when he's soft and caring, you can actually, you can really feel it. And But when he's badass and, like, a drunk and all that, you can also feel it. Uh, first of all, I love that it's a red leather suit. Like, that looks badass, right? Dude, I, you know, I hate to say it, now I want one. <laughs> right like when i, I noticed that it, that it was leather i was like oh my god that's a, that's a cool idea that's so cool like it it, it was like a biker <laughs> yeah and, yeah okay so the part that made me go what the fuck has this guy been through is the part where he's taking off the jacket he takes off like, oh he's under the leather and yeah, yeah the, that and then he's stitching himself up and i'm just like what the fuck and then you get a glimpse into his past and it makes yeah. sense because he comes from Norse mythology. It makes sense. Yeah, he reminded me of what uh, what they made Thor look like in the new uh, in the new God of War game. Have you seen it? Uh, I have not actually. Well, he kind of looks like this, <laughs> so it's kind of perfect. Uh, yeah, but he's great. I like that he threads that needle. Like he could have very easily be like a very obvious joke, like "Oh, this fucking kids with their TikToks and their shit." And, and no, he just. He there's a part of it that really wants to like believe again and like and it's done subtly. Uh, when he receives the, the notice of the of the girl, of the daughter, uh, you really believe the connection that they're building and that he wants to help her for like the good of things. And I like that you mentioned this when we reviewed uh, the movie Nobody that you like that he's not a perfect fighter from the beginning. Like he kind of grows into it. He gets hit. He gets uh pushed uh pushed back. Same oh. thing happens here. Yeah. A lot. He, the fight scenes in this movie are off the wall. Like, I know there's like a family at the center of the story, and like, there's like, oh, you know, this family of this, and are they separating or not? What's going on? I know there's like a whole through plot, but to me, the whole thing is holy shit, Santa is violent. <laughs> Santa's very violent in this film. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they do that, and he has a he has a mallet like he has a big hammer the the, the skull, skull crusher? crusher yes yeah skull crusher now has to become part of the Santa Claus lore like I declare it every 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 Coca Cola commercial with Santa everything that has the, that, that has Santa Claus in it you have to put you have to give him the hammer it's part of the identity now you know there's a have you ever heard of the movie The Guardians it's the one with Santa Claus uh, the rice of the, the sleepy one Jack Frost yeah. The animated one, right? Okay. So I always thought that was the most badass Santa ever. And now I'm like, ah, now he has competition. 
<laughs> Seriously, this is the kind of Santa that would be in like a comic book like lore. Like if DC had a Santa, I would want it to be this guy. If Marvel had a Santa, I would want it to be this guy. Yeah, and um, in a weird way, it also is a pretty fun Christmas movie. Like it's got so many callbacks to like Die Hard and the uh, 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 what's it called? The oh, fuck, ah, Jesus, I forgot the the, the English name for it. Yeah, Home Alone. Uh, Man, yeah. someone yeah, in in Spanish, it's not called Home Alone, by the way. So that's why I was thinking of the Spanish name. No, you're good. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I remember reading an article. I think it was a cracked article. Yeah. Uh, way back in the day. And they made a point of talking about how if Kevin McAllister actually pulled all those traps on the thieves, they would have been killed. Like like between the paint buckets smashing you at full force to the nails, the infections, the burns and everything, you would be dead. Like realistically, it would have killed you. My account, yeah. Kevin McAllister would have a body count. I was like, oh, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if I believe that. After watching this film, oh, okay, yeah, no, they were right. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, uh, and it makes sense. Like, it makes sense here. And there's a lot of great scenes featured that. I remember that, look, every mo- any movie that can make the audience be, like, on their toes and, like, almost covering their eyes in some scenes, I think it's doing, it's doing a good job. It happened twice in my theater. Once when uh, the two robbers are going up the stairs and she put the, the nail coming oh, out of it. Yeah. 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 yeah, that whole sequence had my theater in like no, 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 no. <laughs> but like in a funny way because it just kept it just kept escalating and it kept going up. It was so great, and uh, it happened there, and then it happened again. Uh, I think earlier when they're having the discussion in the living room, and the movie made my theater gasp when the dad tells the daughter Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> Like oh, yeah. everyone in my theater went like no, <laughs> like everyone cared so much. It's one of the this. few universal lies that we have all partaken in. <laughs> well, okay. Oh my god! Can, can I tell you a wrestling story real quick that yeah, is, is relevant what... to this? So, yeah. a number of years ago, Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan the Daniel, the goat, uh, the American Dragon, he turned heel. Right? Do you know who Daniel Bryan is or Bryan Danielson? No idea. You said American Dragon. I thought you meant Jake Long. Oh, damn it. Okay. So <laughs> so this guy, he turned into a bad guy. He was the most like wholesome hero good guy. Everyone loved him. Everyone cheered for him. And then he became an eco-nut bad guy, right? He would shame you for, for not recycling, whatever. Okay. Huge monster heat, though. Everyone loved him. Well, everyone hated him, but everyone loved him. On the Christmas episode of SmackDown, right? Right before Christmas... In a crowd with like 10,000 people, I'm sure a couple thousand kids were in the attendance, right? I'm sure some of those kids still believed in Santa when they walked into that building. They didn't believe in Santa when they walked out. Oh, my God. Because this guy said, you all lie. Every person in here participates in this yearly lie where you fake your kids and you tell them about an imaginary man who loves the planet that's going to save the world. He can't because he's not real oh my God. and he outed santa to an arena for nuclear heat sir nuclear heat they received so many complaints from parents when that happened 
So just <laughs> a ma- I, so I don't know. I, I feel like that was relevant to this. Like when he when he outs, you know, Santa's not real. It's like, yeah, sir, you're a little behind on the times. This guy did it in front of a couple thousand kids. Calm down. It's it's just really funny that it happened in like that. Like my theater gasped. Like they were generally like, oh no, like they were in a bad situation already, and it just got way worse. Um, way, to, way to destroy her humanity, man. Yeah. Um. I feel like on movies like this, you have to really care about the family. And it was hard to do in this. <laughs> like the little girl, I wanted to defend. The mother, I wanted to defend. Daughter, the, sorry, the, the, the father, eh, I was on thin ice. Everyone else could fucking die. Um, I will say this. The the grandmother, like the matriarch of the family, had a genuinely, had genuinely funny like jabs. Like everything that she said was like stupidly funny in a very mean way like this reminded me of like krampus remember krampus from, from a couple of years ago yeah uh like th- that, that family was also like stupidly unlikable and then uh, in this one it's like kind of a similar thing but uh, at the end when they're walking towards the money and the mom is like this family has a tradition of of, of betraying one another for money I'm kind of proud of you that you did it to me <laughs> <laughs> like that was a genuinely funny scene i was laughing at that you know, Natsun's bodies, bodies, bodies. If I hated some characters so much, oh my god, <laughs> for real. I was like, ah, you know what? We can waste some of them. It's fine because they're douchebags, and also I hate like secondary, third, third generation money. I just do. So fuck yeah. these young people. Fuck these kids. Fuck that extra side of the family. <laughs> um, um, yeah. What a, what it's called? Although I even I thought like, man, it's kind of mean. When the daughter gives the mom the uh, the picture of, you know, oh, it's a sentimental uh, picture from when I was born. And she's like, I know, I was there. And she tosses the picture. <laughs> like, I would, honestly, I get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck, okay. Honestly, ah. that, that, scene I, that scene I got. That that to me was like the scene in the menu when when when, uh, when he goes, uh, you're all going to die. And then the, the, the girl's like, but I've been, I've been good my, in, in my life. Like, I haven't done anything bad. And he goes, student loans? No, you're dead. Like, that to me was like this. Like, oh, you're dead. <laughs> oh, man. No, no. It was it, it was good for the most part, all the way around. Um, like, the dislike of the family and whatnot. And even the part with the mercenaries and the kill squad. Like, I felt like that's a little too real. And then when the mercenaries turn their back on the, like, like I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. This makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when they shot the the husband. Yes. Yeah, like that was like okay, what's happening? Oh, they have control of them. Makes sense. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, what were some other highlights that you had for this film? Uh, Santa Claus shoving a grenade up a soldier's butt. That, that 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 was pretty good. And then him like walking away and then being like, I have to watch. And then just turn around. I have around, to like, watch. <laughs> <laughs> like the explosion. This movie uh, was a hard R. Like hard, yeah, R. yeah, and oh god, uh, the when Harbor did the uh, the new Hellboy, that was also a hard R, and I remember feeling like, All right, I guess this is this is fine, this is okay, but like it's not great. And this one, this Ballad Night is not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, this, I think it's a little too long, it doesn't need to be two hours. Mm-hmm. I think 90 minutes would have been like absolutely perfect, but what would you but, cut though? See, that's that's a great question. That's a great question. Um, 
I don't know. Uh, I feel like even then, I feel like this this is an extended cut of a movie that could have been ninety minutes. And if we watched this, we would have been like, "Oh, this is so much better." But I don't know. Maybe because I'm I'm wanting more like ninety minute movies. Uh, I don't know what I would cut. Probably a little bit of the backstory because either either way, we don't get like we don't get it resolved. And like a lot of things, they he he just kind of goes, "Oh well, like Christmas magic, no explanation." Yeah, and like, like, why, how does it why work? explain some know. and then not explain all? Like, and even then, why do I want explanation? It's a dumb Christmas violence movie. Like, I don't need explanation. I don't need that. Um, so yeah, it's it's off. Like, it's it's funny. I feel like if I was a kid and I was when I was walking around Blockbuster trying to find a movie to rent, and I saw these in the movies that I wasn't supposed to watch. I would like stare at the cover for like a little bit and then and like burn it into my you'd mind. You probably steal the damn movie, huh? I, I I never did that. That 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 anyone knows. Uh <laughs> yeah. Um no, it's just I I don't know. I never uh I feel like that happened to me as a kid. Like I would stare at movies that I wasn't supposed to watch and I would just burn them into my mind and then I recheck them out, out as a, as a, as an adult. Uh I feel like this would be one of them. Um, but I'm glad I watched it. You know, I I got some solid laughs out of it. I got a uh, the violence was pretty fun, and like I said, any movie that can make the audience uh, react in a fun way is great. John Leguizamo plays a freaking great villain. Uh, like he, you can tell, like he's really having a blast with like all the Christmas puns and all the Christmas jokes that he's constantly making. Um, so I thought that was great, uh, and I like that the movie only takes place like the whole movie takes place in the house. Like it's just. For the most part, the, it's contained. Yeah, for the most part, it's contained in the house. Um, they burn money at the end, and kind of for nothing. And fucking isn't one of them like uh, he's already dead? Don't, don't burn the money. Don't burn the money. It's like, come on, Pablo Escobar burned a million dollars for his daughter. Yeah, but that was like sixteen million that they burned, and they they, they had another like three thousand three hundred million like over there in the bank. So like, what's the Ex- problem? Really? Exactly. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Um, I, I did like the, the little jab he gives at the end when he goes, uh, when he goes, Santa, you saved us. How can we thank you? It's like, well, you brought me back to life. So, you know, let's, let's call it even. <laughs> What's called? Yeah. Um, I, I want to mention the, the, okay. To me, one of the best scenes of a dude single-handedly taking out a team, right? Yeah. Is, is Batman, is the Batman warehouse scene, right? In BBS. Mm-hmm. Okay. This movie has a scene that might top it. Really? That farmhouse no. scene. Tell me oh, that farmhouse farm scene. scene. Farmhouse scene was pretty far. When he leaves them at the end, you know, with the rope to the to the to the machine. Ah, that was great. Man, it was fucking nuts. The whole thing. In the candy cane, the swipes. Just yeah. The whole thing was just batshit nuts. Clear, I enjoyed end, this whole film, but damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then at the end, when he's fighting hand to hand with uh, with Leguizamo, and he crushes him by going through the through the uh, through the chimney. Oh, and there's this thing, yeah, yeah. He does a thing with the nose, and he goes, "Oh God, it was great." And I, I love how it, it was stayed within lore. Like it made sense. Like like he was doing that earlier. He was like, "I can't do it," and I was just like, "Yeah, gotcha, bitch." Yeah, yeah. It's a callback. <laughs> And but then, it was perfect. Uh, yeah, and then I like how they, they also have that scene when when he goes, uh, "Well, my wish is that I, I want to see Mrs. Claus again." 
and then at the end when he when he gets the uh he gets the rangers back and the and everything and th- there's a note from mrs claus that says thought you might need this and it's the it's the skull crusher the og like, a, like she knows him <laughs> it's great what's called um so i, I already i already looked it up um i'm checking to see if there's a sequel in mind and they said it kind of depends but everyone that worked on the film apparently wants to do a sequel um it's a 20 million dollar budget it's a small budget they could probably do it do another one i I could see it happening um sure you know sure i I think if it breaks at least 40 mil they'll do it like they doubled their money come on (laughs) i Uh, mean this is this feels like a less like a yeah, like a less budgeted film, uh, like a a movie that's that's not two hundred million, but it's also not you know two. So it's a good it's a good middle point. I feel like we need movies like that again. Um, and this is great. This is this was great to watch and, and get into like the, the Christmas spirit in a in a violent way. So I'm really glad I watched it. It's probably not gonna end up in my top ten of the year, but I'm really glad, glad I watched it. It just might. I'm not sure. There's been so many weird films this year that my top ten is gonna be very diverse. Which I'm looking forward to, actually. I'm actually looking forward to it. You um, are so welcome to, for me to show you all those all those movies. You are so welcome. I mean, not all of them were your suggestions. I'm just saying. No, all of them were. If it wasn't for me, your number one, again, would have been something like fucking Aquaman. So, you know, you are welcome. Well, we all know what number one's going to be. But what about number two and numbers two uh, through ten? Your number one might be my number two. We'll see. Or my number three. We'll see. Uh, oh, shit. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm looking it up right now. I wouldn't mind this. So John Wick had a budget of 20 mil, and it only made $86 million. So they did a sequel and so on and so forth. I'm hoping this movie does well enough to be able to warrant a sequel, and maybe we can get like a Violent Night series similar to the John Wick series. I wouldn't mind that. Could be fun. Um, be fun. Apparently, John Harbour he wants uh, Charlize Theron to be Mrs. Claus in the sequel. Shoot your shot, man! <laughs> Shoot your shot. I would actually wouldn't mind one on a writer being uh, Mrs. Claus. I think that'd be cute. <laughs> that would be super anxious and so funny. Oh my god! And what if she's like really good with knives? Actually. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, we'll see. I'm not gonna get too excited about, about a sequel idea yet. I feel like we do this for every movie that we that, that we review. So uh, when the when they announce it, if they do, and if David Harbour, you know, if he's not busy, uh, but this could be a fun. Like remember, remember when the Saw movies used to come out every Halloween? Yeah. Like, would you take one of these every Christmas? I don't think so. Actually, I don't know how the fuck they could keep making them good if they did them every year. <laughs> That's too quick of a because t- no, the Saw films became like a goddamn novella with like blood yeah. and murder. I don't think they could do Violent Night every year and it'd be good. I think they could do it once every two to three years and it could be good. Like, um, but that, that's just self restraint on my part. Like, you can have too much of a good thing. Or you can make, or you can just change uh, the actor who plays Santa. You know, he mentioned he was going to retire, so maybe someone else takes over, like, uh, like that, uh, like the Tim Allen movie. Oh man, who who would you want to replace him? Oh my god, uh, he's good. Uh, I don't know who else. Uh, I can't think of anyone that would play a good violent Santa though. You know, you know who could have been fun. Who? Uh, rest in peace, but the guy who played Hagrid in the Harry Potter movies. Oh yeah, okay, I see that one. Yeah, um, I don't know who else, but no, nah, he's uh, he's pretty good. Um, what about a young? What about uh, and he plays like a fresh Santa, like, like he's just out of the academy, brand new. 
John Cena. John Cena could be fun. Nobody would see him. Uh, you know what? Brendan Fraser is having a a, a a renaissance. A renaissance. You know, he could do it in like three or four years. Why not? What's called? Oh, oh my God, that's true. Brendan Fraser, but I feel like he's too nice. I, I I don't think he's mean enough. David Harbour is nice too, and he manages to play play. Uh, these kind of characters so well between this and Hellboy and, uh, and no, but, uh, no, but, uh, no, but Harper has an edge to him. He's like, he's like a grizzly bear. Brendan Fraser is more of a teddy bear. Okay. Uh, you All know right. what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <Isn't>... uh, <laughs> and I mean that in a good way, but I mean, okay. it. <clears throat> all right. Um, what else, what else can we say about this movie? Uh, I had a fun time. I barely remember the actors who play the family. Uh, I, but, I mean, uh, the family was kind of secondary in this one. Let's be real. Yeah, it's more about the villain and and, and Santa himself. Uh, but I had a blast. I wouldn't mind if this becomes like a modern, uh, a, a classic with along along the lines of like Krampus in like this mean spirited Christmas canon movies that we're getting. Uh, yeah. I had a, I had a good time with it. Yeah, definitely a great time. I think it's going to become one of my Christmas classics. But we'll talk about that probably next week. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, new classics, did you see the new Pinocchio directed by Guillermo del Toro? I have not. Let me tell you this. I saw it on Friday night after I Mm -hmm. got home from work. I was crying by the first 10 minutes. And I think I cried throughout most of it. It is fucking fantastic. I will be the judge of that. Okay. we, We can do that one next week. All right, let's do that one next week. Okay, uh, what would you score this? I gave it a three point five out of five. I had a really good time with it. I had a blast. What's what it's set up to do? It did it. Uh, I think it's a little too long, um, but what does it does pretty well? Yeah, I'm gonna give this one B plus. Good movie, B+. solid film. Yeah, a good. Uh, it, this was a good time. In the movies, like not gonna like like I had a blast. Like like sometimes I go I, I watch a movie and I and I'm not excited for it and I leave not excited for it. This one not. I had a I, I had a blast in this one. It was like this was worth the drive. This was worth paying for parking. This was worth the tickets. This was worth everything. So good time. Also, there was a they they were turning away minors at the entrance, but I saw like a grandma come in and watch this movie. Like my theater was packed. And there was a grandma in there, so yeah. Damn! Imagine, imagine how much better the box office would be if they would have let those kids in to watch the movie. <laughs> Amazing. No, but this movie uh, was a hard R. This was a hard yeah, R, generally. Uh, but it was so fun. Like it, it was, was so, fun. so fun. Uh, and that's that's I think uh, the the mantra that we're gonna keep for that. Um. All right. I believe that about covers it up for Violent Night. Uh, thank you so much for watching and joining us. You can find our show on iTunes podcast, uh, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Um, you can find uh small video reviews on the channel. You can find uh long audio reviews here on the podcast and on the channel as well. Uh, next week we're doing Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I believe so. Um, we'll see and- if we can throw in. And our least, list, yeah. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, a list, a list of uh, of uh, of uh, fun from Christmas movies that we like. Uh, I believe that's it from my end, Eddie. I will see you next week. Oh shit, we're doing it in person. Oh fuck, hell yeah.
Fuck yeah, why not? Hell yeah. Okay. Well, folks, we'll see you all next week. We'll have a very rare. Have we ever done a review in person? We have not. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it comes out. Yeah. Shit. We'll work on it. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll we'll see. Maybe we want to you know drink instead of actually review movies. Yeah. Maybe 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 we don't think about a work for like a second and we enjoy like some 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 Christmas time. Some hanging out time. Some hanging out times. I'm gonna bring a. I'm I'm gonna bring the greatest uh, ugly Christmas sweater that I've that I've ever seen in my life. I'm bringing it to that. To that I thing, will. So. I will certainly wear a shirt. <laughs> and thank God that you that, that, that you. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something after we finish recording. Just just remind me. Of okay. Yeah. All okay. right. Okay. Well, uh, uh, I've been Chema. I mean, I've been Eddie. I've been Eddie. <laughs> Shut up. And this was the rollback with a reminder. Is <laughs> that a reminder? <laughs> Spread the Christmas cheer, folks. Watch Christmas movies, decorate the house, enjoy the season because it only comes once a year. I I don't have jokes, but that's that's good enough. Bye everybody. Bye everybody.